0: Welcome to the 70th episode of the Week with Roger, a conversation between analysts about all things telecom, media, and technology from Recon Analytics. I'm Don Kellogg, and with me as always is Roger Entner. How
1: are you doing, Roger? I'm great. How are you?
0: I'm excellent. So, Roger, the infrastructure bill that was passed back in November included a number of programs that will impact wireless and wireline connectivity. And I thought we could talk about one of them, uh, the Affordable Connectivity Program, which is more or less a rebranding of the Emergency Broadband Benefit Program, or EBB, as we call it in the industry. And more. And more. And more. Can you tell us who this program is for and and why does it matter?
1: Why does it matter? Because it's money for low-income Americans. And the term low-income here is quite expansive. Anybody that is below 200% of the, the poverty line is eligible to get the ACP money. And that's really interesting, right?
0: Well, that's a, that's a lot of people, right? So proportionately, how many folks is this going to be eligible? How many folks are eligible in the US?
1: Well, according to the census, that's 28% of households. Wow. That's a ton, right? Yep. Yep. These 28% of households are eligible to get $30 every month. That is a boatload of money, right?
0: Well, and, and I think one of the things that we saw from the EBB was that folks were not just using it for terrestrial broadband, but they were also using it for wireless, correct?
1: Exactly. And so Verizon and 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 AT and T make their plans eligible. T Mobile surprisingly only through assurant, which is kind of a a shocker, right? Which which is their Lifeline brand because thirty dollars, that's like average APU in in this country is around forty five dollars. That's two thirds of your bill, right? There are plans out there if you know, like like. Visible, you know, where you can get service for twenty five dollars,
0: right? So you could conceivably get a free line at Visible if you if you sign up for this thing, right?
1: Exactly. If if you can get, you know, a free line, so this is above and beyond what like Lifeline was and is, right? It doesn't give you a free phone like Lifeline, but still, if you if it's your existing phone.
0: Well, and it's, it's administered by USAC, like Lifeline is as well, right? So we would expect it to be very similar in terms of the way it's administered and, and, and that sort of thing. I did think it was interesting how T-Mobile only wanted to, or only decided to make Assurance, which is their Lifeline brand,
1: participate, right? Yeah, they've been very cautious around Lifeline stuff, because as you remember, they don't report that. And including their subscriber numbers, so I think they they've got their fingers burned. Uh, would be my interpretation.
0: But I mean, his- historically, you know, as a as a value provider, T-Mobile has had more folks on the lower end of the income distribution than some of the other national carriers. You would think that you know, if if credit is a problem for folks typically that have lower incomes, that T-Mobile would welcome the government basically backstopping. A lot of
1: these plans, right? I think if you look at the traditional base, yes, T-Mobile did that, but T-Mobile has now moved on to bigger and better things, right? Seniors, public safety—they are, you know, with Max, they are offering like quite a high high MRC pr- uh, plan, and half of their gross ads come from it. There's good chances that they don't want to deal with the with the low income people anymore, you know
0: potentially it just seems to me like if you're gonna make your your plans more affordable, that's kind of a net benefit for everybody right so i I understand that they're chasing after people that don't necessarily qualify for this support, but if everybody else is kind of offering this it doesn't necessarily make sense that they wouldn't they wouldn't offer it as well,
1: right. Yeah, so it's, I think it's only a matter of time until they provide it as well. But, look, it's been strange times in, in wireless. at and grows the fastest. T-Mobile increases profitability faster than anybody else. And, and Verizon, at least Verizon, stays true to itself and, you know, builds networks, right?
0: Well, and I think we're going to see a little bit of a change in terms of when when the C-Band turns on, Verizon's got some pretty bullish plans in terms of deployment. So, you know, we may see some of that, we'll call it deferred growth, catch up a little bit in the coming quarters as they, as they really market that heavily. But I, I agree.
1: Yeah. But I'm really looking forward to measuring in-building, in-home performance of C-Band. Because... Seventy percent of usage is indoors. Who gives a hoot? If it's out if you're outdoors and you offer you know hundreds of megabits, if not a gigabit, and it's twenty degrees Fahrenheit in in Boston, right? I'm not going outdoors. Thank you very much.
0: Well, I think this is and we talked about this the other day offline. I think this is a an interesting strategic departure in terms of you know the way that T Mobile and Verizon are approaching kind of midband, and the way AT&T is approaching mid-band in the sense that you know, here sitting at home on my fiber connection, it doesn't really matter how fast my phone connection is because I'm sitting on that Wi-Fi fiber connection, right? And AT&T is going really hard on the fiber side, whereas you know, T-Mobile and Verizon are very much pushing you know midband-fueled wireless technologies that you know, to your point, 70% of the time are not going to be applicable, right? Because folks are going to be sitting on a, on a terrestrial connection. You know, if you're Verizon, you offer Fios as well. So I don't think they're really losing anything by, by pushing kind of fast wireless speeds as well as, as well as fiber. But for T-Mobile, you know, the use case for most folks is most of the time is going to be their wireless phone sitting on a terrestrial connection, which may or may not be, you know, fiber, right? And T-Mobile doesn't offer fiber.
1: Yeah, I wouldn't count cable out at all you know Jogger, mm-hmm. spectrum if you if you're a wireless customer who has also spectrum internet regardless of the package that you are you bought they're going to give you the fastest possible speed to your hand to your spectrum handset so you bought 100 megabits the connection can do a gig they will give you a gig to your phone right mm-hmm. so i don't think they they will will just take it sitting down right? All of these guys are apex predators. They killed a lot of other companies in that space. And they're the ones left standing. Just because, you know, they think of each other like bumbling idiots doesn't mean they are, right? And so, you know, oh, talking about bumbling idiots, right? Let's talk about satellite, right? Okay, that's a great segue.
0: Tell us, tell us what 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 the latest is with Dish and Directv.
1: You know, tell us how you really feel about them, really. Yeah. So you know, we we finally read in the press that Dish and Directv are talking, right? And it's driven through TPG, you know. And as they say, you know, every morning a sucker gets up. You just have to find them, and in this case, it's TPG. They haven't dealt with Charlie yet. And Charlie has like, Charlie is is an excellent negotiator. And even though he's the smaller operation, he wants to have the majority. He wants to have control and all of the other things, right?
0: Right. So, so TPG wants their money back, right? Charlie needs money.
1: Well, that's what we read in, in New York Post, right? That, oh, Charlie is desperate. Charlie needs money. I don't think Charlie is desperate at all you can go to the stock market and, and and or or to the bond market and tap it again and again and again yeah i,
0: mean, I think what i would say is that the the, the core asset that that exists on the direct tv side and on the dish side is you know satellite subscriber bases which are diminishing quite quickly right
1: well but not as quickly as we feared
0: well DirecTV's lost about almost half their subscribers in the last five years. That's
1: pretty Yeah, slick. but most of that in year five to year four. Last year, they didn't lose that much. You know, I expected them to lose this year a lot more. So,
0: so are, you, are, are you arguing that it's better to drown slowly than to drown quickly? Yes. Yes, absolutely. I'd,
1: I'd rather not drown.
0: I'd rather not drown, personally.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm absolutely with you. That's why it's... That's why Dish is trying to build a wireless network, right? Which is still not working, right? Can't be that hard. But from uh, here. <laughs> at least they have a new boss now in John Sveriga. If you have a wireless operation and you have a choice between wireless executives and a satellite executive, who are you going to pick to run this thing? Of course, the satellite
0: guy, right? So re- regardless of how desperate Charlie is, the clock is ticking, right? The clock is ticking on the DirecTV side with TPG. Yeah. And the clock is ticking on the Dish side. Even if we kind of posit that their subscriber totals are not dropping a- a- as quickly as they could be, you know, in a number of years, their satellite's going
1: to fall out of the sky. Yeah, right? absolutely. We all got to die, right? Right, right. And, but I think the TPG guys are a lot more desperate than than, than Charlie is. Private equity needs to deliver a return for its investors. Charlie can just sit there, right? He controls the company 70%. He's like, okay, I'll absorb another year. Whereas TPG has somebody breathing down the neck. Where's our return? Right? Mm-hmm. So I think it will this will be fun. I don't think it will end anytime soon. If it breaks down, it will come back, right? And every time that happens, I think Charlie's hand gets stronger rather than weaker.
0: Yeah. So I, mean, I think the, the parties involved want to make a deal. The question is, you know, when does that deal land? And I think what we're saying is we think it's going to happen, but unclear at this point.
1: Right. PPG wants to make a deal and Charlie wants to make a deal that, it's, that is in his benefit that's the difference and it's his money
0: all right well we'll keep we'll keep an eye on and i'm sure there'll be a couple more uh twists and turns before we get to the end of the
1: story oh yeah this is not the beginning of the end it might be the end of the beginning right right we will have popcorn left and right on this
0: (laughs) all right that's all we have time for this week thanks roger